We are fucking assholes and you're an asshole too. That is why we started up this podcast just for you. If you are offended, if we make you wanna cry, you're the reason why we shout who invited this guy. Who invited this guy? Oh yeah. Yo, what's going on? We're still here. Well, my dick is feeling better after last episode. <laughs> Starting to heal up? Yeah. My Neosporin. Got a few band-aids. I got, you know, the movie Frozen band-aids. So I got Olaf the snowman on my dick. <laughs> it's not a bad life when you got kids. You, know, you, get, some, you get to do some cool shit. You get shit. to put Olaf on your penis. <laughs> he is frosty. All right, so... um. I'm, uh, this is, the, well, first off, this is the Who Invited This Guy podcast. I'm Danny Tay. I'm Eric. I'm Josh. And, uh, you know, we're going to start this episode off the way we fucking always do, because we like consistency here. Yeah, that's what we do. <laughs> and uh, we're going to start us off with what we're sponsored by. Pots, kick it off. Uh, this evening, yet again, we're sponsored by Dimple Pinch. <laughs> because I just love the name. We drink a lot of scotch, and we want it to be smooth. That's oh. right. It's got to be smooth. Also sponsored by Founders All Day IPA. Always crisp. <sighs> Always refreshing. Hand me one of those. <laughs> and, 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 there you go. You know, not the one you just drank out your fucking dank ass mustache. Yeah. Give me a fresh one. Fresh. Josh, it's amazing how refreshing you make that beverage look at beverage. <laughs> <laughs> beverage. That beverage look as it drips down your beard like you're taking It's like he's bathing uh, in it. Yeah. Now, you know when I like to have a good beer? I like to have a good beer mixed with good music. You know what I'm saying? When you're listening to the right kind of tunes and you got a, a, a cold one with the tunes, it's just a better life. You know what I'm saying? I do love music, my friend. I do too. Music is life. Music has been a part of my... Uh, you know what? I like I like a little bit of credentials, so let's let's go this route. Yeah, no let's get sport. into some of let's, this shit. Let's talk about our, as individual music, credentials. I think we've all got <laughs> some kind of, whether it be uh, avid fans of certain music or musicians, whatever we are, what? we've got some background. So, Josh, man, I consider you the most musical of the tripod. <laughs> um, so, kick us off. What's your, give us some of your music background. Um... I theoretically started playing guitar when I was five. Uh, I played for about four or five months and didn't want to practice. I was a fucking five-year-old child. Uh, <laughs> you can't get a five-year-old child unless you beat them like the Jacksons to practice music <laughs> for hours and hours at a time. So Making just... gold records like alchemy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so... Uh, I gave up guitar for a while, and uh, I was just a kid. You know, I enjoyed my life, and then yeah, around, killing squirrels, uh, yeah, stuffing <laughs> them in your old guitar you didn't play anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah that shit was like a that. good place to store them while they rotted, so I could get their skeletons. <laughs> Two episodes in a row, Josh showing aggression towards squirrels. I like Noted. bones, <laughs> I like squirrel bones. Anyhow, um, around 13, 14, I guess, I picked the guitar back up and just started teaching myself how to play. And I, uh... It always sounds so goddamn impressive. I just taught myself how to play. (laughs) He he taught me how to play around the same time. Oh, really? Uh, No, about three years later is when I bought my first guitar, and you taught me how to play. You've got a lot more going on than that. I remembered a bunch of shit from, you know, the beginning lessons that I took, and I went online and 
you know, downloaded chords, like how to make the chords and stuff, and just fucking taught myself. And now also, because I want to, I want you to include this too. Your singing, your vocals, man. You, come on. Thank you, Dan. No Thank problem. You. Uh, no, I, you can you can go off on this for a couple minutes. Like, yeah, and you deserve oh, it. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Uh, I'm not. I didn't come into this podcast expecting to have to gloat about myself. <laughs> no, well, couple start, minutes. Well, start, start acting like me and just fucking do it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, when I was young, like very young, my mom used to sing all the time, and I would sing with her. And then I started going to school. And in school, I was always singing. I remember that with like the there were other people in class that I would like compete, sing with to see who could sing better. You know, when God, you're, like, you were seven. And then uh, in high school, I joined the the chorus or the choir, or whatever, and got like official vocal lessons and learned how to control shit. And you were like barbershop quartets. And I shit, was in barbershop you? quartets and that's high see that's impressive shit. shit right there. Um, I actually got to go to Philly to this rich woman's birthday party at this swanky restaurant. Dude. Swanky? Like, like modern, dark, you know, like crazy swanky. We all wore tuxes, the four of us, and we went and sang her happy birthday and we did like another barbershop quartet song. That, <laughs> yeah, it was awesome and we made 50 bucks each. It was pretty cool. Now, a quick, your, the music you listen to, if you were to Quick sum up. I know, you know, I know we all listen to a lot of everything, but like, yeah, what's like your, what, what's like your, where do you go it's, first? It's Where's your bread butter? It's split between two depending on the mood. I'm either a metalhead or I'm a classic rock guy. Okay. That's, it's just right there. That's my shit. Potsy, your musical background, brother? Um, <clears throat> I started out loving punk rock. Okay. Um, I remember when I was young. At uh, my grandmother's, we had a yard sale with the family. We got a big family, so everyone brought stuff. And my oldest cousin brought a Green Day cassette. It was Dookie. Mm. What a great album. So now, I know I'm talking pop punk here, but that started me in punk. So from there, I got into MXPX, No Effects. I got into, uh, you know, a bunch of different guys. Um, From there in high school, I realized that I thought that was garbage. Because it's all... It is <laughs> it's, it's, it's three chords. It's the same chords, shit as fast as you can. And it's all repetitive. And <laughs> yeah, I got I real into metal. I started hanging out with Josh again. I got into Dream Theater. He I got into that progressive he'll rock. You, he'll make you a metalhead. <laughs> I, I then transferred that over a little bit metal. I, I you know went through my Metallica phase, stuff like that. But ultimately, I have settled in as a punk ska guy. If you've got horns Eric likes and the upbeat, horns. If you've got upbeat horns and you've got a catchy hook, um, balls deep in it. All right, so so far we're four. <laughs> balls deep. Yes, indeed. So far we're okay. So we got. We're actually looking already at four different genres. You know, because you're talking just as our what we'll call our bread and butter. As you said, he said metal and classic rock. Yep. You said ska and punk rock. Yep. Okay. So now me for music. Um, music in general, I was raised around primarily classic rock. I had type parents who, they, they didn't ever tell you you weren't allowed to listen to rap, but they themselves would never be caught dead, putting it on, promoting it, or even as well. or even liking if you played it. Now, they let us do our thing, and Billy was into rap, and my brother Sean was into certain kinds of rap, so they always let their kids just express themselves. But I was always fixed on that 80s shit that people hate on, like fucking Huey Lewis in the News, Van Halen, you mean like if it's these, got a reverberating snare drum. I'm um, in, dude. <laughs> shit like, dude. Shit like Tears for Fears, but I also love the singer songwriters like Billy Joel, Elton John. 
Okay. Mm -hmm. So I would definitely say my background. Yeah, you've been real big for any, because we do our trips, which you guys uh, hopefully have heard about on Cool Story, bro. Yeah, yeah. Um, Dan always brings out the uh, uh, singer-songwriters. Oh, yeah, like Gordon Lightfoot. The weird song 80s songs like Gordon Lightfoot that's a 70s, that you that's never a, listened to. That's like a, yeah, that's that's more, like a folk. That's hippie. Like, shit. okay, just the Sun last. down, you better take If I find you've been creeping round my back stairs. Yeah, that's, that's a song. But you heard the Go last trip, I was listening to like Crosby, Stills, and Nash. And a lot, a lot of that I just. Love CSMY. Dude, and they, CSM. they bring me to a peaceful place. Uh, so to wrap this up, so I'm a drummer. I started playing drums when I was 12, um, semi-self-taught. My dad showed me a lot of the basics, and then I took it off just learning how to play along with songs. I would just crank speakers up higher than the drums, blew my fucking ears out, yep. and I just learned <laughs> songs by ear and started listening, and now every song I listen to, that's all I pick out is the drums. That's what um, I did, too. I would just put on the Master of Puppets album and just play through play the Play through album. it, right. Yeah. Fucking love that so, shit. So... So again, we'll wrap up my little music thing here. So, you know, not only that, but my interest in music has always been um, real prevalent. I did a radio show for years that you guys know about that I, you know, my little own podcast that just, and I dug into music. I would talk about the albums, shit like that. So I've been around music. My two genres I'm going to go with, um, one's a repeat, classic rock, was born yeah. and bred. Journey's my favorite band of all time. Even got their fucking greatest hits tattooed on my left arm. Go. I'm proud. Um, got to. And then my other one is the 90s grunge. Stone Temple Pilots. Alice in Chains. Pearl Jam. Says the guy with the scraggly beard and too. the flannel. Yeah. I love to make fun of that. Yeah, exactly. Exactly the getup of, of Eddie Vedder, but still. Um, I love to make fun of Pearl Jam. They are a pretty awesome they, band. They were, it's because now here's the thing. When they came out, it was all I wanted to listen to. It was awesome. When it was on the radio, I would mumble along right there with them. Absolutely. Musically... Pearl Jam is really good. They have very talented musicians. You can't stand his voice, can you? Eddie Vedder needs to work on his diction. <laughs> he needs to pronounce Is he still his alive? Words Did he die with consonants? all the other heroin addicts? No, oh, Eddie Vedder's people. still alive. <laughs> Eddie Vedder's like the last one, isn't he? <laughs> Pots gets the asshole of the week award. The first Shane's 10 dead, minutes. Stone Temple right. Pilot's dead. Nirvana yeah. dad. Dude, I was sad when Scott, Scott Wyland, the, the lead singer, or Scott or Zach? Scott. Scott the lead singer of STP. When yep. he went, not a big deal was made about it, really, because he's you know he was kind of a fuck-up yeah. a lot of his life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but it sucks, because that dude, his voice, I You can't him. recreate. You can't recreate. And he brings home to me, dude. That, yeah. uh, he's one of the reasons why I'm so much into the 90s grunge is the sound of his voice. And Stone when, Temple Pilots. Yeah, man. Right. Okay, yeah. so, um, music. What does it like? Wh- what does it do, do for, for you? you? you know what, I mean? like, <laughs> music, what can it do for you, dude? There have been times in my life where I'm just either so happy, and I put on a Floggin' Molly song, and it takes that ten to an eleven. And you're there, shipping off to Boston. There have been times where okay. I've been crying uh, myself to sleep <laughs> over a breakup. And that one song just catches you in the right moment, and you're like, 
No, no, everything's okay today. Yeah. And everything's gonna be okay tomorrow. Or like, it catches oh. you the other way and you just start bawling your eyes out <laughs> because bawling you miss harder. her so much! But can we admit that whether you turn out the way Pot said or the way you said, either way, it's tied with that, you end up masturbating. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> whether Dude, every day. Whether you're crying or you're like, if you're, everything's gonna be okay, first I gotta masturbate. Two. Or everything's so sad, mm-hmm. think I should probably masturbate. Fuck tears yeah. for fears, I like tears for lubrication. <laughs> 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 uh, you know yeah, I'm I should have got you one of you guys with that while you were drinking. Yeah. So, so you, you said, missed that one. So you said tears for though. fears, and one of my pride points as a parent who I feel like brought my kids to the correct music. My kids request two songs, and only two songs, for me to play them because they know I can just pick songs and play them. Over and over again. Over and fucking over again. Mm-hmm. My children, my six year old and my three year old, request and sing and know. All the words, dude. Dude, I knew all kinds of words to songs. Bryce requests going. Mad World all the time, and he likes both the Tears for Fears version and the Gary Jules version from Donnie Darko. My kids like, and they sing okay, it back. Yeah. My two kids and go, find it kind of funny. I find it kind That's of That's so sad. creepy. <laughs> the in which I'm dying, and Cora goes up, dying are the best I she, I'm looking, <laughs> oh And I'm looking in the rearview mirror like, oh my God. <laughs> so that's one song, and the other one is... Cora asks for total eclipse of the heart and That's sings. Awesome. She goes, turn around. Tone deaf as shit. Just in the back, <laughs> building everything at the same. Turn around every now and again. It's, it's classic. Every now and we're all we're all raised by our parents, and that's where we get a, a at least a portion. Because you always hit teenage years. Yeah, you always hit your teenage years and go away from what your parents showed you. But up until then, when they're giving you your music. You flow with them. So, I'm going to give you mine first. Give me one song that defines each of your parents. One Uh, song that if you think of uh, whatever, the funeral, or let's go dark here. Your parents' funeral. What song are you going to play in effigy of them? For my dad, it's going to be George Michael's Faith, Mm -hmm. which I still to this day know every word of. Mm -hmm. And my mom would be Sweet Child of Mine. Guns of Roses. For my dad, it would be Time by Pink Floyd. Okay, absolutely for your dad. And for my mom, it would be Purple Rain. Oh, absolutely. Beautiful. Jesus, that is to the T. Yep. You know what? I couldn't have uh, thought of any two better songs for your parents. Mm-hmm. So my two, <clears throat> for my mom and dad, my mom's favorite band is U2. Yep. My dad's favorite band is the Rolling Stones. Both bands produced a song called Wild Horses. Oh, that, wow. that describe that are my to me I would Wild Horses by U2 is my mom's who's gonna ride your wild horses ever hear it yeah not a bad one and then my dad's is no that's alright <laughs> I don't know <laughs> and my dad's I got you. Is, you know Wild Horses by Stones your mom is a huge U2 fan yes she was also into U2 that is why you know but the reason that I picked Red Hot Chili Peppers oh uh, no yeah no? no, you didn't pick Red Hot Chili Peppers. No, what did I say? What was the first one? <laughs> oh, no, too, too much whiskey. Um, it was George Michael. No, that was my dad. George Guns and Roses. Yeah, GNR. There you go. GNR. She would play. Uh, we had a Rodeo Isuzu, and she had two cassette tapes in that fucking truck, and both of them. Nice. That's it. That's all she played. My dad had CDs just a whole pack of CDs for the car, the big sleeves that carried like 48 CDs and it was always the same. We were rolling with Tom Petty's greatest hits, Bad Company's greatest hits, The Eagles' greatest hits, 
Johnny C, John Cougar, is now John Cougar Mellencamp, greatest hits. All right. And this shit was just oh, Springsteen. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and I just All heard it. That and my man, my dad I also like music. Springsteen I and Sticks. Billy sticks, Joel. Dude. Billy Joel is my fucking man. He's the greatest. Love him. But Both dude, this... of my parents loved Elton John, too, which I don't mm-hmm. think you could have been alive during that era and not my mom loved him. My mom doesn't. My dad loves him. Now, here's one him. that we haven't, the man. we haven't mentioned this yet, and I'm really surprised because I know everyone's parents here loved it. Queen. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. Queen's my parents greatest Queen. hits. I can sing from the first word on that album to the last Queen's word on that album. I have such a vivid memory burned into my brain of sitting in my game room playing Star Fox 64. What an and amazing And listening <laughs> to Queen's greatest hits. And, and, and life was a bunch never of better. Other, like life the heavy metal better. 2000 soundtrack. <laughs> I had the heavy metal 2000 soundtrack. Now, here's the thing, Josh. Were you. Uh, I know you're and more. And that's the movie heavy metal. Jeans, uh, yeah, yeah. Josh is more of a Rush guy, but for Queen, would you pick. He's wearing a Rush shirt. Tonight. I am. Look at I'm that. wearing a Rush shirt. shirt. <laughs> so, um, were you Queen's Greatest Hits 1 or Queen's two. Greatest Hits 2? Greatest really? Hits two. I was Queen's Greatest Hits 1. Yeah, How about see, you, Dan? I, I liked Greatest Hits 1, but the it was just The red one or the blue one? Uh, blue I, is I, 2, red is 1. I think it's red. Yeah, the, I think the it was first red. one. No, the, I had... A, Bicycle like, Race, it was like Fat a, Bottom Girls, that's 1. That's 2. It is. Yeah, that's oh, I 2. Hate, I hate oh, Fat okay. Bottom hate Girls, Bicycle, Bicycle race. race. I hate Bicycle Race. Oh, well, I love it's it. A, it's a goofy song, but I like it. You know, it's great. You're My Best Friend, that's a great song. What's the song on Somebody to Love. Yep. That's why they call me Mr. Fahrenheit. What the fuck's name of that song? Oh, uh, God. That's one of the best songs. Don't stop me now. Yeah. Love. And that's I think that's on shit. one. I'd say that's... No, no. That is on two. It's that's on, on two. two. That's on two at the end. It's closer no. to... No. Yeah. No, no, no. It's one. That's on one. It might be on one. That is hands right. down my favorite Queen song. Oh, don't stop me now. Oh, my it's, God. It's metal. It's, it's just it's builds metal and, and builds and builds to that crescendo, and I'm screaming yep, the dude, lyrics. I love, I'm sing along I love album, singing the light. I'm traveling at the speed of light. I'm traveling at the speed of light. Don't stop me now. Don't stop me now. Fucking having a ball. Dude, I'll be out of red light going, don't stop me. Don't stop me. <laughs> People looking, covering their kids' eyes and ears and shit. You know I mean? Don't look at the queer in the Corolla. He's got something wrong with him. Don't stop me. Don't stop me. But, you know, I have to say, I have heard enough of We Are the Champions oh, um, yeah, no. and Please. We Will Rock You yeah. and Killer Queen and yep. fucking uh, Another One Bites the Dust. I yep. am done those four, with those four. Yeah, that's <laughs> so it. overplayed. Dude, and that's how radio is. Yeah. Regular radio, like, Classic Rock MGK has arguably the best era of music available to and them. They and they play the same, same songs every day. The every same day. songs every day. It's brutal. It's absolutely brutal. Why can't they... Why do I have to hear the same three Journey songs? Like, again, Don't Stop Believing. Love it. Mm-hmm. Amazing song. Don't ever want to hear it again. the <laughs> most overplayed classic rock song in history, I think I would say, if not, uh, maybe Freebird. Oh, God. Freebird, so well, here's the thing. Great in the last, song. In the last five Can't years, they clipped Freebird's wings, and I have not heard it. As in, they uh, cut it down a lot? I, 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 heard it on, I heard it on WMGK this week. Okay. 
Yeah, they play a in lot the of the same... That's every radio station, too, though. Yeah. Same yeah. tracks get pumped in your head over and over again. They have a rotation, But it's that's called. why things like Spotify are huge. Like, you just feel like, I'm just going to pick a song today, 10 bucks a month out of your pocket to be able to pick. I think it's great. I think it's fantastic. 10 bucks, and whenever I want to, at any fucking time, there's only a few artists left that aren't on Spotify anymore. Tool's and one of them. them. <laughs> Tool's one of them. Yeah. But even Bob Seger this year joined Spotify. Do you know how sad I was without Seger? I couldn't sing Like a Rock on my way to work. Yeah. I couldn't pretend that like I was in a Chevy a truck commercial. Drinking a Coors Light. Oh, like a rock. <laughs> Actually, no. Yeah. So, so um... You know, because we haven't played a single fucking clip this entire yeah. time. No. We're, we're, we're going to be playing you guys a little bit of music we've, tonight. We've Some of our favorites. A, yeah, dude. I've, I I've got a specific one. dream theater song. Now, this is Like a Rock by Bob Seger. And it just, it's like dirt road. I'm going to be a better person. I'm strong as shit, though. Like, it's amazing. Stood there bowling, sweating in the sun. Felt like a million. Felt like number one The height of summer I'd never felt that strong Like a rock So just that opening part there, and I didn't even play the best part yet because I wanted to give you the beginning and let you feel it. (laughs) It's slow, it's grooving. It's it's, getting you there. mm. But the actual part that like you need to like relish in is I'm in actually... a I'm in a rocky mountain field standing next to my Chevrolet Silverado <laughs> with barrels of hay in it and shit. And <laughs> I like threw a frosty Coors Light. I'm dressed... <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, yeah, exactly. the same vision, dude. Coors Light <laughs> up in the mountains, fucking meadow with a beer in your hand. Because how many times truck. has like a rock been played on a Coors commercial through the '90s and a Chevy commercial through the 2000s? <laughs> Wait, did they use yeah. like a rock? Absolutely. No shit. Yeah, dude. So, <laughs> so we're getting to a build up now. Nice build up. Hang on, here it comes. <laughs> my hands were steady, my eyes were clear and bright. My walk had purpose, my steps were quick and light. Speaks to me. Yep. And I held firm to what I felt was right. Like a rock. <laughs> Do rocks hold firm to what they think's right? <laughs> Hear the drums? Now he starts. Now he starts belting. There's people in the background helping him out sing this. <laughs> He's so into it. hear that that's that bob seeger voice man yeah dude like he just so you know that's as far as i'll go with that one but you so you got to hear the chorus the like a rock and you just hear how this dude can go from i'm sitting on the back of the chevy truck just playing an acoustic to now i'm driving it through the mud with an electric guitar hanging out the window and i'm just like i got a stripper <laughs> on my eagle lap on your shoulder a burger in my other hand <laughs> my truck turns into a jet I start bombing anyone who's not the same color as me. (laughs) 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 Fucking Dan. God bless him. I would 
never do something like that. No. No. Without specific written permission from your government. Yeah, that means that you don't support your government if you say you'll never do something like that. Because that's pretty much what we do. You got a country that's brown, we'll bomb it. We'll bomb the shit out of your country, alright? So that song is just one of my, uh, that's one of my need to get an uplifting. Alright, so if, if we're talking going. uplifting... I, w- I want to do a dichotomy. So I listened to a band called Streetlight Manifesto. Okay. They play really sad music at incredibly up-tempo, high beats. But at this, All right, so I, I want to do two here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> typical yeah. Potts fashion. Fucking two. Two of them. <laughs> two of them. All right, so the band Streetlight Manifesto <laughs> is uh, currently fronted by Thomas Kachevsky. Or Tokay. Okay. He denounced the entire ska scene of a couple years ago in a in a way where he's like, listen, I don't like the scene. And I never really did. I played this because I was in this band and I loved my bandmates. Right, okay. So, so he, he was then there, went, but he wasn't as there yeah. as he could So been. he does Streetlight. He then goes back by himself as Tokay and makes a album called Streetlight Lullabies, which is him playing the music he originally wanted it to be played as. So what I'm going to play a clip for here is called A Better Place, A Better Time by Streetlight Manifesto. I'm going to skip around a little bit here. But um, it starts, they start out slow and builds up to a beautiful song, but it's up-tempo in this version. The next one is just sad, and you can feel how sad it is because it's not upbeat. When a singer so. makes you feel exactly what you're supposed to feel, when a band does that, that's yeah. them doing their job. Yeah. Absolutely. So let's skip forward a little bit here. But fine flowers for graves I'd rather buy you a one-way non-stop Do anywhere, find anyone, do anything I like But they're singing about a suicide He's trying to prevent his girlfriend from committing suicide and you didn't notice that. No, because it's so upbeat. It, it gives you a backbone to the, the best part right here. Damn. He literally says... Don't flit your wrists or kill yourself with a gun tonight. And then plays this afterwards. Now. <laughs> These guys are like, if you took bare naked ladies and combined them with flogging Molly, and uh, then you added a dark side to them. That's exactly. Um, so bare now, naked ladies were, yeah, here's the same song as played by Tokay. Again, I'm going to skip forward a little bit after this intro. But you can tell there's absolutely going to be a completely different feel here. Alright, so let's skip it for you. You can tell it's going to be a beautiful song. Terribly sad. It's not your time looking through the paper today. Looking for a specific page. Don't want to find her full name. Follow my date. Because when I left her alone, she made a sound like a moan. This is different. I don't... Yeah. For everything you've 
done for buying flowers for Chris. I'd rather buy you a one-way non-stop. So, so like I said, it, it's it's almost haunting when it's played with no horns, which right. is why I love horns. Because just that instrument can take that sad, sad, horrific, soul-crushing and song a fucking celebration. and make you dance to it. Right. So yeah, I, yeah, I never thought of it that way. Yeah, no, um, those guys are awesome. And that, uh, in case anyone's looking for some music suggestions, um, that also comes from the band Catch-22, which is where all of this started. With the band was originally Catch Twenty Two, they became Streetlight Manifesto, and now Toke does his own stuff. Okay, it's fucking awesome, and it's yeah. badass, badass. Now I think here's something we can do, and we'll each take time to find a clip. And if I gotta just you know, pass my phone around, we could do that. But yeah. let's all think about a band. Think about their, and then you know, if you think of that band, think of their most overplayed song. Okay, and then okay. think of the song that you know by them that you think is completely underrated, unplayed. And something that deserves a little bit of attention. I'd, I'd also like have, to play right? another game at some point, too, called Someone Puts a Gun to Your Head, You Sing Every Single Word to the Song or You Get Killed. Uh, we can play that. All right. Uh, yeah, so. It would probably be like a Weird Al song, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> Josh would win the that on alligator. Albuquerque. Oh, the 10-minute <laughs> long. Josh, Josh like, could win that on any fucking song. And so <laughs> could you, you goddamn assholes. <laughs> Yo, I, I've got, like, dyslexia when it comes to music. I love it. And I'm like, I can sing along to it, but if you take the music away and tell me to sing I'm like, I'm I love it. Yo, what a fuck you that would be to the guy who put the gun at Josh's head and said, any song or you're dead, every lyric gotta know it and Josh picks a ten and a half minute and then he's like now get out of my fucking way <laughs> get out of like, my fucking house yeah right <laughs> what a, what, that's, that's a mic drop right there so I think um, I can start off with an obvious obvious overplayed song and a band that most people know so I will start off by talking about uh, Journey okay my right, favorite yeah. yep. Journey's a great band they've been around for a long time they're still touring correct uh, they do, yeah, with the uh, with the, the Filipino gentleman, uh, Arnel Panada, who is high energy. He sounds close to Steve, you know, in terms of just the way their voices sound. Um, he brings a little of his own flair to the table, and you know, there's nothing to hate about the guy. There's not you want to hate him because he's not Steve Perry. Yeah, you can't though. You absolutely can't. He sounds just like the motherfucker. And he's got, dude. He, they're all older dudes, and he's the youngest of the crew, but he's just got energy. He's still dancing all over the stage, flying all over the place, like you're know, passing the crowd. Mm -hmm. No, like dead still, like we're a rock band from 1968. We just stand here, you know. I mean, <laughs> like you know, he does shit. So, but Journey's most overplayed, easy. Don't stop believing. It's oh, actually, you know, it's the number oh, yeah, of course two. Not. Do you know it's the number two bar song to Sweet Caroline? Oh God! Yeah. Fucking Sweet Caroline <laughs> well, and dude, enough of this shit. Dude, when Sweet Caroline comes on the man, it doesn't ba, matter. Ba, ba, dude, kill yourself. <laughs> That's what it should be. But it doesn't matter what age, creed, culture you are. Oh, race speaking nothing. of creed, when, when, that, uh, <laughs> when that song comes on, doesn't matter who you are, you run in from the other room if you're not in there when they go. <laughs> you run in. You have to be in. a part of it. Yeah, you have to be. So Let's Jersey, talk about Creed for a second. So Jersey, we'll talk about Creed. We'll talk about fucking Nickelback. <laughs> Dan was literally shaking when he said that word. Nickelback. So Journey's most played is uh, Don't Stop Believing. This song I'm about to play for you is off of their 
first album with Steve. Okay, Journey did three just cult-following albums before Steve Perry. They were like fusion-y, much like the original Santana, because that's actually how they formed. Uh, Neil Sean and Greg Rowe broke away Jazz from Santana. Jazz fusion. Yep. Greg Rowe and Neil Sean broke away from Santana to form Journey, and they did like three of that kind of style. Uh, and they were getting no record sales. They had to get a lead singer. Their manager found Steve Perry. Okay. Steve Perry comes on. They do this first album, Infinity, which has Wheel in the Sky, it's got lights, which for those of you who don't know, it's when the lights go down in the city, you've yeah. all heard it, okay? So, but it's just, it's start to finish, it's got Patiently, okay? And these are all songs, if you knew Journey, you would know what I'm talking about. It's, it's almost the greatest hits album, okay? Mm -hmm. They've got this song on there called Something to Hide, and this one captures Perry's vocals in this completely different light, but still just as like, what? Fantastic, underrated, never played on the radio. Let's hear this shit. This is called Something to Hide by Journey. And you gotta wait for the chorus too. Now it's gonna do a double before it does a chorus, so give it a second, but you're gonna hear what I'm talking about. No, he's, he's belting too. Oh, yeah, just already. Wait to hear how long he holds the next one. Here it is. Damn. Ready? Isn't that amazing? Yes, yeah, <laughs> yeah, Steve. Get it. And then Neil Sean. Always something a little slick with the guitar. But yeah, dude, that's that's something to hide. And that is an underrated Journey song. That is badass. I hope you guys enjoyed that one. No, that was good. Uh, I don't listen to much Journey on my own. Uh, but when I'm with the two of you, I definitely catch an overload on it sometimes. No, that was good. Uh, he's kicking those vocals out. Steve Perry, to me, him and Freddie Mercury are tied for greatest vocalists. Wow, that's a statement. Yeah, yeah, those two are tied for greatest vocalists. I, I don't know Freddie if Mercury's. I could find someone higher than Freddie Mercury on my list. Oh, Perry, yeah. if you were an avid Perry fan, I think you'd at least come mm -hmm. around to being close to where I'm at with the, their tied thing. Okay. If you listen to Journey with Perry, it's just the notes... The range this dude can hit. He just has such a crisp, clean sound. Uh, dude, he's phenomenal. It's he's good phenomenal. Shit. He's in his 60s, man. It was time, like, you know, there's a lot of celebrities going. And I'm not trying to be dark, but like, you know, Steve Perry's in his 60s. Dude, now, that's you know something I mean? that I wanted to bring up, man, because I just saw Deep Purple and Alice Cooper. Yep. Let me tell you, like, here's my question for you guys is when do you think is the defining moment? when an older band needs to realize they have to throw in the towel they don't have Ooh, to they don't okay they that's don't, a good question they actually, we went and saw trans-siberian orchestra together and i thought they were way too fucking old to be on stage <laughs> they, they were visually they were boring as fuck there's a light show and smoke and they're floating over the crowd on cranes and shit and i'm like these skeletons need to stop <laughs> well okay so i'm gonna give you my answer on that um 
when it comes to simply how old they are, uh, that in no way plays into when it's time for them to go off the stage. No. When they've done uh, one of a, maybe a couple things. One is if they have done nothing but uh, consistently attempt to sell out and change who they are as musicians and fail. Mm-hmm. It's time to hang it up. How about the third farewell tour? Yeah. <laughs> no, like, so if but if you're if, but if you're Black someone Sabbath, I'm looking at you. But if you're someone who let's say you're the Rolling Stones and your music sound has never changed since the '60s, and it hasn't, they still make out. You still yeah, find they albums. made new shit yeah. that sounds just as good. So if they're still now, here's the thing: it's not going to get on the radio because it's a different world. But if you're still doing what you love, you're you know you're not in it just to solely write shit that could possibly get on a radio. I don't know. A lot of people would say they're just torn to make money, but you have to remember this is their lifestyle. It's all they know. Yeah. I think as long as you are not being a complete tool bag sellout uh, and you're happy and people are still attending your concerts, don't hang it up until you drop, man. Yeah. Don't hang it up until you drop. Now, if you're fucking, if you're just pumping out shit after shit, do you know Journey's album Generations from 2005 is not on Spotify because it didn't even break like 20,000 sales? Jesus wow. Christ. Mm-hmm. You bought one. I did. I did. <laughs> One of twenty thousand. They they got <laughs> fuck you. I bought it on cassette and on CD. Journey. This was like two thousand nine. Journey's new shit does suck. They had good tunes in Arrival. Generations was, was pretty good. Generations. Faith had in the Heartland. Heartland. That, was that was a great that was, that was song. An epic song. That was a great song. Oh, so sorry to deviate. So, um, yeah. did you have a, a overplayed song and a an underplayed, or did you have an overplayed and underplayed? Um. Well, uh, I, I guess I would talk about a band that I consider have another great lead singer, uh, Tool, with uh, Maynard James Keenan. Of course. They um, have got some seriously overplayed They have songs. some seriously overplayed songs. Sober. Never oh, play that song God. again. You know, I've Vicarious. never heard the radio. I've never heard the pot. <laughs> all right all right cool <laughs> just kidding um yeah the pot please don't ever play that again um dude because that's the song that like people who wouldn't even attempt to listen to tool when it comes on the radio they'll be like i balls deep in muddy water see how much i know about tool and metal and they're like, shit. Yeah, all the 16 year old girls and ufos I know this song is the that's one. a catchy song it's not an a fantastic tool song you know um, I would consider them in the realm of Pink Floyd when it comes to meaning behind their songs right. and reading between the lines, you know, and trying to understand what they're talking about. They're sometimes classified um, as art rock for that reason. Yeah. The, the clip that I'm about to play you is from their song Reflection off of the Lateralis album. Good, good, good choice. And uh, it never gets radio time because it's like an 11 or 15 minute song. I can't remember. I think it's 11 minutes. Yeah, this song has my second favorite set of lyrics ever. Yeah, and I'm going to About play a set of them. Oh yeah, I'm not going to play that. Okay, one. I'll we'll, we'll tell um, you. I'll I'll tell you what the lyrics say in case you can't hear it after uh, after the song plays. But here's this little clip of Tool reflection off of Lateralis.
jam for a while no, here. That's... Um, but the last lyrics I'll just get to. Um, Do you hear every instrument is just a, a painting? Yes. They yes, all they, they are some... geniuses when it comes to uh, rhythm and uh, just percussive masters, how they can switch time signatures and play that for three and a half measures and switch back. Seamlessly, yeah. It's no. insane. They don't and they miss can do a it beat. Live. They do it live it's for crazy. an hour or two hours at a time, and, and they yeah. just don't miss a beat. It's fucking crazy. But any uh, those lyrics... Um, start off the the song is talking about how you need to let go of your pride and yourself and work towards uh, a greater good um and you know so much more than that but the lyrics are crucify the ego before it's far too late and leave behind this place so negative and blind and cynical and you'll come to find that we are all one mind capable of all that's imagined and all conceivable so let the light touch you, let the words spill through, let it pass right through, bringing out our hope and reason before we pine away. Oh, so I've got to follow you know, that, thanks. You know, <laughs> like, that's real tool. That's tool. And you know everybody, writes, like, uh, the fucking pot that... Fuck you know who it, writes just, lyrics like that? Little Wayne. <laughs> Hashtag he kind of does write lyrics he, like that. He, he's a, he's a, a brilliant. Yeah, and then he erases good. all he's of them. Good. Goes yeah, yeah, <laughs> uh huh, yeah. You suck. All right, we're not going to talk about any other rap tonight, please. Okay, so um, I'm going to go. Everyone old does school. know his joke. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm going to go '90s on everyone, and good. of course I'm going to pick Green Day. Because nice. it's where I started. Yep. It's It held my heart for a long time. You, you look at the lyrics, they're very repetitive. You look that at the, the guitar licks. That is the style licks. of punk rock. I can play the guitar licks. So I've, I've found out in my metal phase that I hated anything that I could play. Because I'm not a good guitar player. <laughs> I can play tablature. <laughs> so. Sucks. You mean you ne- that means you never have anything good to play. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, uh, with Green Day... You've all heard Boulevard of Broken Dreams. You've heard mm-hmm. Basket Case, American Idiot. You've heard When I Come Around, Wake Me Up When September Ends, <laughs> Brain Stew. On Holiday! Can, can we talk about how good riddance or quote-unquote time, time of, of your, your life, life was played at every dance that yep. you ever went ever, to through every high school? Gradu- ever. Every high school graduation ever. Now, I'm not going to claim that this song didn't get radio play because it did, because damn near every Green Day song got radio play That's at right. you, some you point or another. underrated, though. As far as it can be. Right. No one talks about she. That's did get some yeah. radio play. A, a bit of it, yeah. Yeah, but it's not brought up, you're right. I love Trey Cool's roles. That's okay. Yeah, no, they they had a lot of really good music, um, but I really think that she was a uh, heavily underrated as far as their musical prowess went because it showed that they could do more than just the standard three bar chords in repetition. Awesome. No, they can, they've shown their diversity. And, they have definitely uh, showed it more than it, other bands have in their genre. The, uh, Mike Dirt with the the bass. Have I, I correct? Yeah, I think his bass playing was always catchy as. Fuck. 
So you hear it in that song. Dum 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 Very good bassist. Yeah, that's great. He's right there. He's a bassist. Doesn't get talked about a lot. I'm not saying he's one of the top ever, but he pulls some interesting tricks. Through the '90s, he definitely helped keep that kept that band afloat. Absolutely, absolutely. So, other great songs that I'm. Actually, let me give you a great... Uh, oh, wait, do we have another one over here? Oh, no, not yet. Uh, other, not yet. other great, shit, quote-unquote, songs and uh, artists that I've heard quite enough of. Um, bon Jovi. I, I've heard enough Ooh. Bon Jovi, and people in Jersey are, like, ready to come to my house now. <laughs> <laughs> I still listen to a lot of The Boss. Don't get me wrong, so I'm safe there. But Jovi, dude, I just... I can't. Living on a Prayer, it's fine. We've heard it nine million times. Again, everywhere you go, every party, someone's eventually going to throw on Living on a Prayer, mm-hmm. even when it wasn't anywhere near the 80s. <laughs> it's on the radio Take constantly. my hand, we'll make it, I swear. <laughs> <laughs> Are we really only halfway there? <laughs> so, like, oh! Stop! I thought we'd be done by now. <laughs> We've been halfway there since the beginning of the song. <laughs> halfway done. But I just, it's, you know, same shit over and over again. I don't feel like hearing that. When it comes to hair music, to be honest with you, if you're like Dan, would you rather hear Bon Jovi today or Rat? I'm going Rat. Okay. Songs you don't hear that often that are, have that classic hair band. For some reason, we decide to wear makeup and football pads at the same time kind of fucking bands. <laughs> Anything I mean, post-Kiss that wanted to be that shock rock Right, exactly. That's and that's what it was. They're just very uh, the feminine dudes that bring in like, like I said, that huge hair. I mean, they're just they're a shining example of '80s hair metal. Yeah. They like to call it. And uh, you know, one of my uh, favorites, okay, is is it Winger? No. <laughs> well, is I do, it Striper? I do, do like, you like a, Christian hair metal. Like, uh, <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> Thank I, you, Brett Taylor, for what that. What was one? the first one you said? Um, Winger. I like Winger. Okay. Winger's good shit. Yeah, absolutely. But here's one. It's called Round and Round by Rat. And this is just like hair metal. It's just simple. There's no yeah. skill. Love it. If you haven't heard this song, you suck dick. <laughs> <laughs> or if you're sucking someone's dick right now, you might be listening to this song. Who knows? See, nothing special happening so far. <laughs> As with most hair metal. <laughs> but the growl he has in his voice is what makes him cool, you know? We're almost at the, the chorus part. I gotta say, <laughs> no, Rat was definitely one of the good 80s hair metal bands, but of all the genres, I'm kind of happy that 80s hair metal had its day. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. it had done. a time where it was cool like and then it's done, you know? Yeah, right? I have yeah, something exactly. here that will live on through the ages. Let's get into some fucking thrash metal. All God right. damn it. Some fucking I, um, I got a. Uh, I got. Chewed up one of the best metal beginnings of any song I have ever heard. This is Slayer Angel of Death. Every time I'm about to take a shit. Wait until he screams. 
That's the best beginning to any metal song I've ever heard in my life. I fucking love it. No, uh, Slayer is definitely, definitely uh, my intro to heavy metal. Mm-hmm. When I was when so that's how you got the metal, huh? That's oh yeah, Through that's Slayer. It was definitely Slayer. Mine was actually Tool. Okay. Tool was like my metal introduction. Like I had never listened to anything even mm-hmm. remotely like hard rock like that. No, yeah, if, Metallica. If, I'm, for if me. I'm being completely honest. Guar is the first, and now let's play us some Guar. All right, well, I'm going to, but let's <laughs> let's do a a little intro for it. Now, Guar, so you know what Guar would you came consider up two episodes ago? We're the only podcast in history to only get through like what seven episodes, and Guar has come up twice already. <laughs> <laughs> um, you gotta what, love what those would guys, you consider though. Guar? Is that shock rock? Yeah, pure yeah, shock it, rock, uh, like Kiss, but more. Demonic. I would say like, yeah. uh, like shock. Grindcore metal. Like, Death, what the black, fuck? They have slaughter a goat. They have metal grindcore, maybe. Blood. But when I was 17 years old, I heard this song, and it's. Hold <laughs> it up. I, I mean, it proper do. This got me into the metal genre in general because it made me laugh. <laughs> the song's called "Fucking an Animal." <laughs> I hope this isn't the edited version. It is. Yeah, they don't say it. It's the edited version. Oh. In my animal. <laughs> Pulling on the horns. <laughs> and, and they like put that out. <laughs> oh, dude! Oh, yeah. At the end of that song, the guy says, "I'm not willing to spend any more time on this song." Yeah, <laughs> we actually, I think we listened on the way back from Tennessee. I think we did. <laughs> <laughs> in, okay. in effigy. All right. So I got, it, I got it. Like that's an idea of the music diversity amongst us. Before that, we were on our way back from Tennessee, and we do a, a real even distribution of who plays the music. Just a song or two before that, I was in control of the music before I handed it to one of these schmucks, and I put on Monday Morning by Fleetwood Mac. There Not long go. after Monday Morning by Fleetwood Mac, mm-hmm. we get to hear Guar fucking an animal. <laughs> <laughs> we have a big range. You know we I mean? didn't actually get to hear them fuck the animal. We got to hear them play that mm-hmm. song where they talk about it. But seriously, for between the I three of us, I'm, as stereotypical white people, I think we can all say... We listen to everything but country and rap. Um, I don't mind some country. Some country. Some country is okay when it rocks. Really love the song Ain't Going Down Till the Sun Comes Up by Garth Brooks. There you go. I should find that shit. Yeah, oh, you're gonna, ready to throw stones at me, especially after the last episode? Oh, yeah. what are you about to say? If you say Brad Paisley, I'm going to jump across this no, table and choke no. you. Someone even, someone even more popular and commercial. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I like Go the song ahead. God Gave Me You by Blake Shelton. Of course you do. <laughs> Blake Shelton. Love it. Uh-huh. <laughs> you sure do like that song, Dan. I was really expecting you to say something more along the lines of if you don't love America, fuck you too. <laughs> by whatever fucking white inbred asshole wrote it. 
Thanks for your high standards, Tony Cox. This is a weird version. You said I was gonna throw stones at you. And this does well. This doesn't follow any of the themes that country gets made fun of about, like drinking and my dog died and all that yeah, shit. Oh, yeah, dude. All right. So my what... dog died. My pickup truck won't start. My blonde <laughs> my white girlfriend truck, left me. My pickup yeah. truck does run and is awesome and drives on all the dirt roads. Oh yeah, that's and I, and one. I always have a beer in my hand too. Always yep. have a beer. In always hand. have a beer, and drinking and driving. Um, so these colors don't run. To, what I actually listen <laughs> yeah. to when I consider how close I get to Jesus. country. Yeah, and Jesus. This is probably the closest I get the country, and it's more, it's, the shit I listen to that can be considered country is mostly considered southern rock, but okay. this is a little, but this to me is definitely country, in my opinion, love this song, it might not fit the genre, but it's Can't You See by the Marshall Tucker Band. Yeah, And that's, if you've ever heard this song... That's southern rock. Mm-hmm. But we all know this one. When they get to the chorus. And what is that? Like some kind of like flute or whatever it's he's playing? It's awesome. It's a flute. Mm-hmm. It's great. It's so smooth. And then he start he's singing about something all guys can get behind. Like, can't you see what this woman's doing to me? Yeah, like, no, dude. And this that's fucking a popular bitch. one. Yeah, it is a oh, popular one. But it like, is. Absolutely. Uh, so let me so, just get to where they actually sing the... Uh, so. I'm going to jump on a train. Yeah, he's getting on a train. He don't care where it goes. <laughs> fucking leave my woman. <laughs> Ain't nobody going to know. He's going to jump off a mountain and no one's going to know. Right? <laughs> Can't you see what that woman she been doing to me? No, that's that's good. And on the heels of that, I want to take it a little bit. All right, so here's here's as southern as you can get. I'm about to play some bluegrass, but it's okay. I'm in. These guys are from balls deep. These guys are from Washington State, so not from the South. Not from a bluegrass state. No, but they are from a mountainous state that has a lot of nature and hicks. No, and um, I'm going to give this one a little bit of playtime because this is one of the best songs ever written. This is one of the catchiest songs. And it is pure bluegrass. There's no drums. You don't need them. Not with that banjo. I'm going to pick up the tempo. Oh, I love it. (laughs) 
So my friend got to see these guys play when he was out. Uh, he was doing firefighter work out in Washington State. And before they hit it big, he got to see them in a bar play what? with like 12 other people. That's freaking amazing. Yeah. That's awesome. I'm like, go out and support local music people because support one day by you're going to get to say, hey, <laughs> I saw again. them mm-hmm. when there's turtles. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Always turtles. There's always turtles. There's always turtles. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. I mean, Wait, no, hold on. At no, least this one didn't get run so over. This is episode seven. <laughs> Have we mentioned turtles in every single episode so far? I don't no, think so. Said, or four, five. Four, at least five. At least four. No, because you told the turtle explosion story. I think we're on five we might, out of seven way, episodes. More than it should be. Yeah, <laughs> who talks about turtles this uh, much? We don't even have a reason to. So, uh, music. Um, you, let's, let's get a little more eclectic here. Okay. We've all played shit I know that, what that everyone knows. <laughs> <laughs> um, strange, off the wall. So neglectic, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> neglectic. If you guys don't have one off the top of your head, not one I'm reflected like. Um, okay. Uh, there's a band that me and Josh saw last year at a festival we went to. They were called Moon Hooch. Um, they are eclectic. They are two and Very sex. reflective. Very. <laughs> also, Johnny Showcase and the also, Mystic Ticket. Also, Great I don't band. know if Dan knows what eclectic means. <laughs> he told me. You didn't hear it's him? It's not reflective, Dan. It doesn't mean I know. I was, being, I was cracking a joke that you didn't laugh at. Oh. Now you're calling me out in front of people. <laughs> <laughs> I actually tried to slip the same joke in there twice. No one laughed either time. <laughs> then you sorry. rubbed that shit in my face. <laughs> You're being neglected. <laughs> um, Moonhooch, so it's, it's two saxophone players, and while they're playing saxophone, one of the two members runs a, uh, a uh, what's it, a Moog synthesizer? Yeah. And then, a speakeasy. <laughs> and then um, there's a three-piece drum kit that goes with it, I believe. But these guys rocked so hard. We we were all getting ready to leave on uh, Thursday night, and we were all going to go back to our jobs and then come back Friday, and everyone's like, no, you cannot leave. You need to see Moon Hooch. Like, all right, well, it's 10 o'clock at night. I need to get to work tomorrow. Dude, you cannot leave. You have to see Moon Hooch. We're all like, all right, blah, 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 whatever. So you're glad you stayed then, I'm assuming. We are so happy It was so awesome. It's, it's basically... Dub steps on real instruments. They play saxophones and they play a synthesizer and they have a drum kit. Hmm. Yeah. And it's just dance music and the whole crowd is going crazy. No, uh, dance music extraordinaire. <laughs> and again, this is two saxophones and a drummer with just a little bit of synthesizer. Like every once in a while because the motherfucker's playing a saxophone. Which is a two-handed instrument. We are Moon Hooch, and this is number nine. Meets electronic, meets ska, meets jam band, 
Definitely give these guys a listen. Moon Hooch. And um, if right. you if you wind up enjoying Moon Hooch, also check out Too Many Zoos. Um, they uh, started in the New York City subways as a busking group. Um, and it's a trumpet, a saxophone, and a uh, one-and-a-half-piece drums kit. So the guy's got a uh, bass drum that he wears on his chest and has a, uh, a clava and uh, bells and a couple other things hung on the bass drum. But they're also fucking stellar. It's just eclectic uh, dance music, that, but it's all horns. And so, of course, it's right up my alley. Also, another awesome festival band, uh, Dr. Slothclaw. Oh, they yeah, play shout out to Slothclaw. The funkiest funk you have ever funked to. Oh, it's man. It's fucking funky as shit. It's a funky tune to fuck to. I'm it's glad great. you guys are experts on the funk, because I haven't been to any of these outdoor festivals with you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God you guys know what you're talking about. Dan's like, I've got a family. <laughs> I'm an adult. I, I go to work. I pay a mortgage. <laughs> <laughs> Two of us are eating peaches in the woods like, woo! <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I don't have time to just dip my face in a barrel of hallucinogens and then just roll around in a field whoa, while I jam Whoa, 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 oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Peaches. <laughs> no, no, pears. No, no pears. pears. I'm sorry, pears. Pears with the sticker still on them. The pears with <laughs> so, so, no, I've not been sticker to uh, many festivals. Now, I've been to my fair share of concerts. I love my first concert, at the Borgata mm-hmm. when I was 17 right. and I got a high five from Tommy Shaw the lead guitarist nice. they threw that a pol- is a badass story I have a Polaroid the Tommy Shaw and the bassist took a picture of themselves with a Polaroid camera they were throwing him to the crowd and I got a Polaroid of him and the bassist they, awesome. like a sel- like an original selfie like with a wow. Polaroid like throwback selfie yo if I might I actually took the liberty of writing down uh, every band, well, I've, every band that I could remember that I've seen live. Ooh, okay. Give so I'm gonna list. try to do them all in one breath, and we'll Ooh, see how that the goes. classic so. Josh one breather. Leonard Skinner, 38 Special, Newfound Glory with Finch and Something Corporate, Rancid, Dropkick Murphys, Less Than Jake, Andrew WK, The Ataris, Pennywise, Some 41, All-American Rejects, Yellow Card, Avenged Sevenfold, Rise Against, Kansas, Pat Benatar, Heart, Sticks, Blue Oyster Cult, Bad Company, Bachman Turner Overdrive, The Guess Who, Van Halen, Deep Purple, Alice Cooper, Wilco, My Morning Jacket, Stradivarius, Into Eternity, Symphony X, Tool, Rush, Journey, Def Leppard, Metallica, and to finish it off... Fucking Volbeat. <laughs> <laughs> I saw fucking Volbeat at the Metallica show. I would like um, that. That's it. And I'm sure there's more. I'm sure there's more that I can't remember. You didn't say Trans Siberian Orchestra. I didn't mention Trans Siberian Orchestra. That's I didn't too mention many words any to get of the in bands. Any of the bands at like the festivals. Yeah. You know, uh, two yeah. Well, separate beard I saw I Night Ranger live. So Night Ranger's wow. the shit, dude. <laughs> All right, What's their song? Um, Sister Christian. Sister Christian, oh, the time has come. I'm going to see if I can remember a couple of the... Okay. A couple of the bands that I've seen, again, I, I, I went to a lot of the big festival circuits, so like a Vans Warped Tour. So God knows, I, I've seen a shitload of bands at each one of those, but... I was at a three-year-old's birthday party. 
What? <laughs> you know, while you were at your festival. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds um, like just as fun. You got so, to play with balloons, dude, take I'll, a dip I'll, in the kitty pool. I'll punish a pinata. Yeah. Ahead of all the kids, I'll you take the shit right out of their hand. Just be like, I'm show you how. Well, Uncle Dan, just break it over your knee. <laughs> yeah. Start doing, somehow I learned Aikido before the party, and I'm just tearing down this fucking pinata. And the kids are like, he's got problems. You're you like, know? watch me rip out its heart, and then just right inside, and rip out a whole bunch of candy. And... <laughs> all right, I'll just go through the highlight list. That's how I, you do it, kids. I saw Flog and Molly, Rancid. Rancid was one of the best shows Rancid I ever was saw. Great. Um, I've seen Green Day live during the American Idiot tour, which is kind of the worst time to see them because yeah. American Idiot sucked. Yeah. But uh, they still played a lot of the old American stuff. Idiot was great to when uh, for our age when it yeah. first yeah. came out. I you don't know. You see him during Nimrod. I saw Catch Twenty Two, Streetlight, <laughs> and Tokay all in the same year. I forgot about Streetlight and the other bands that we saw at yeah. the uh, the Starland Ballroom. Yeah, I we, forgot about that all night those at Starland. We saw uh, actually there was like a group of high school kids that were there that had like a twelve or thirteen piece brass section. Fucking awesome! It was the only band that night that didn't suck shit. Yep. We <laughs> were there. Were really we good. were there for eight and a half hours, and we were there to see Catch Twenty Two. Right. It was because it was like a old reunion. Yeah, tour it, it was their reunion thing. tour. Um, Dream Theater. <clears throat> I saw. Never Dream, got to see I, Dream I, Theater. Not only did I see them, I saw Wait, them Josh, as. Wait, you've never an, seen Dream Theater. He has not. No shit. I saw them as an evening with Dream Theater. Yep. So it's not an opener or a close. I saw. Three hours oh, of Dream, Dream Theater. Theater. That's pretty bad. I went to go see Dragon Force. Oh, that That's I would insane. love to see Dragon Force. Dude. And it was in the um, oh, what was it? Uh, Inferno tour. Uh, whatever that the, that fucking hard yeah. album. That one was so good. I've seen a lot of bands uh, through the years, but yeah, definitely. Um, I'd have to say, Flog and Molly and Streetlight Manifesto were Your two of the best. Yeah. Something that will stay with me forever. Oh, and I saw Gogo Burdello. Um, I got to see them after they played a show. They did a two-hour show. Then they did an after-party. And they played for two hours until they pulled the fucking plug on them. That's fantastic. They were just going to play until the club shut down. And at this after party, it was the best thing I ever saw. I had eaten like two and a half peaches before I went to go see that. Right. And I'm watching like orange and blue and yellow streak across the sky because, you know, delicious peaches, juicy, make it. They get the job done right Yeah. 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 You don't need any other well, peaches that night. They affect your reality. So I got to see Gypsy Punk. That's pretty cool. That was that was a good show. So I started off with Sticks as my first. Um, Jesus, we smoke a lot of. Fucking cigarettes. Yeah, well, I do. We tear um, through a pack, man. Jesus. Um, so, um, that's I why saw, you gotta buy them cheap ones, Dan. You went from Marlboros like a fucking noob. I know. I'm a jerk off. <laughs> save two bucks and get the fucking USA's. So, sticks when I was 17, and also when I was 17 is when I saw Billy Joel come in 2005 and play one of. I saw him play one of his five sold-out shows in Pia in Philly. That's awesome. Uh, yep. So I saw Billy Joel. He's phenomenal, even at his age. Um, He's one of those guys not pretentious or embarrassed by shit. Uh, he got on stage, played like one or two opening songs, then he thanked everyone for coming out. And he's like, you know, I appreciate you guys coming out. You know, as you do know, I need the money. You wouldn't believe my car insurance is these days because he's always getting in drunk accidents. So, so like, he ripped on himself. I was like, that's cool. I don't know. He just, like, for, for a classic rock dude, he came out and he didn't, like, bore it at all. You know what I mean? So, hey, what's up, brother? 
Um, just trying to think. Me and Josh saw another band, uh, two bands. Um, ben Folds Five and who oh, else? Oh, we went to. She's a oh, um, oh, 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 bare naked ladies, bare yeah. naked ladies, and Ben Folds Five. And I forgot about all the bands at the MMRBQ that we oh, saw, man. dude. So many bands that I even Music left off of that is list. Life. Music that's, is fucking. That's the name life. of this. Can episode. I get back to my list of four people, please? <laughs> <laughs> hey, you let my quiet whispering interrupt you. Um. So I saw Sticks, me and, um, I saw Billy Joel, me and you saw Journey with Steve on Jerry, the first, yeah, mm. Journey Def Leppard. So I got, now seeing, oh, seeing nice. the one arm drummer play with that the, ca- awesome. and they showed the cameras on his feet with all the pedals, fucking The cool drummer from Def Leppard's only got one arm, the drummer from Def Leppard's only got one arm, <laughs> fucking Bloodhound Gang. The drummer from Def Leppard's only got one That's arm. awesome band, the Bloodhound yeah, Gang. Bloodhound Gang. So that was a great Sweet. concert. I saw, um, I also seen Foreigner, I've seen uh, Blue Easter Colt, I've seen... Uh, Cheap Trick, Heart, and Journey came together. That was a phenomenal show. Yeah, Cheap Trick, Heart, and Journey was, uh, yo, Heart, she, Nan, uh, with Nancy Wilson? Mm-hmm. Or is it Anne? Which one's the, the sings? The other one plays guitar. It's Nancy. Fuck Defino. Anyway, anyway <laughs> she can still bell. And she would do some of her ballads, Red Light on her, like made it real dramatic. Uh, I saw Doobie Brothers and Journey recently together. Right. That yeah, was that a, was real recent. Yeah, right? that was a, me and Jess went. It was an awesome show. Doobie Brothers were fantastic. I would love to see the Doobies. They were that great, was man. So cool. It was a really laid back uh, atmosphere with the type of people that were there seeing. I bet the lawn smelled great. It, oh, it was a, <laughs> everyone was dude, eating it did peaches. For Alice Cooper and Deep Purple, dude. Let me tell you, I didn't bring anything myself, but I I was contacted throughout the whole night. <laughs> Someone smeared a peach on his I face. Saw, yeah. uh, I just recently saw Tom Petty and he was incredible. I had box seats with my family. My dad hooked us up and we were just having a blast. That's and awesome. he played just a greatest hits album too. He played one or two songs maybe you weren't too familiar but he just played his best shit straight through. Um, so I saw Tom Petty. He was awesome like I said. I'm trying to think of who else I've seen that I haven't yet included in my little thing here. Tom Petty and there's someone else big. I saw, oh, I saw the Rolling Stones with my dad. When they came up for oh, 50 dude, years. Dude, how the fuck do you leave off the Rolling Stones? <laughs> Sorry. How insane, do you dude? almost forget okay, to say the Stones? My fa- actually, it's funny because my favorite part of a concert ever was when I went to my uh, went to the Rolling Stones with my dad. And it's his favorite band, so he was fucking loving it there with his oldest son. He's, got the, he's, he's ready to roll. Mm-hmm. So um, so we're there and you know they're doing uh, they're doing whatever song they lead into. Mick Jagger still has a shitload of energy despite how old he is, dude. He's still up there like doing that flail kick he does. He don't give a shit. Because that's all he can do because he's a fucking marionette at this point. Dude, <laughs> that, I'll tell you, that motherfucker can move. So, um... Yeah, he runs all over the place. I Jesus, every episode, <laughs> dude. <laughs> this man's ass does not stop. That one's gonna smell, too. That was hot. Oh, that's not what people God mean when they say damn. they want an ass that won't quit, Hot. <laughs> that's not what they're talking about. Really? Because my girlfriend always says that. <laughs> she leaves off the part where she doesn't want it to quit talking. So, Mick Jack... Okay, so Mick Jack, they finish up whatever Stone song they finished up. I don't even remember... <gasps> I don't even remember. Oh, Do we have to fucking clear the garage mid podcast <laughs> because of your horrendous ass? Let me judge this. Hold on. It's a it's a stage niner. Wait, I'm not getting it. It's a ghost fart. It'll be back. <laughs> it's making its rounds. Someone's gonna die before the show's over. I think we're I, all right here. I, I think we're going to be okay. Can I finish my story? <laughs> it probably blew back it's into okay the garage. With you. <laughs> I'm crying. <laughs> so is everyone who's listening. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> 
So they just finished up. So let me guess, you had sausage sandwiches earlier, right? <laughs> That's the hint I'm getting with the marinara in the air. Yeah. So, whatever Stone song they got finished playing, I, uh, I didn't remember what song they were playing because of how great the next thing that happened was. Lights go dim, and you start to hear the beginning of that old school song, Under, under the Boardwalk. You start to hear the beginning of that, and Mick Jagger starts it off. And then out of nowhere, Aaron Neville comes on stage, old as shit, puts his arm around Mick, and him and him and Aaron Neville do oh, under shit. the boardwalk wow, together. And that's I was like, fucking I was like, this is history. I was right like, there. this is amazing. Like, it was, <laughs> I, was like, I can't believe this just fucking happened. We'll be falling in love under the boardwalk. I don't know much, but I know, know I love you. you. <laughs> And that <laughs> meant me. All right, so. <laughs> All right, so let's go over some of the worst bands oh, ever. I, I saw Nine Inch Nails too, and I went into a mosh pit. Very nice. It was nice, it was nice. good. Nine Inch Nails wasn't bad. Went to a mosh Have pit. Have you ever crowd surfed? No, not yet. Crowd yeah. surfing is the craziest feeling in the world, except when you get punched in the uh, nuts. A bunch <laughs> of strangers fondling you. Yeah, yeah it's awesome. pretty much. It must be <laughs> awful for women who crowd surf. Yeah. Oh, every single woman that crowd surfs gets you groped all like a get motherfucker. And do you think I'm any so woman who so ends dirty. up crowd surfing doesn't already know what's about to happen? She, no. Oh, no, I don't, I don't know. think I, they expect it. You know, they just, ah, concert, I'm see, going up! You know, every that's time, it. I, and they're on their back every time, and you always see that fucking scumbag reach the hand up top and grab some tit like yo yeah. faggot <laughs> yo, and the girls that crowd surf in a skirt are just dumb you're yeah. just dumb and didn't you think, deserve everything you get wow think about it though if you're if you're wearing a skirt and you're walking around you're making sure that your skirt doesn't come up if you're sitting in a chair you cross your legs to make sure that no one can see your fucking cunt <laughs> But you're willing to be thrown on top of a crowd and tossed around wearing the same skirt that is definitely going to well, just I mean, it's pop not up. smart. I can't agree that I think that. Okay. So Aaron right, Neville was right, really right. good. Maybe they don't deserve it, but they have to expect it. Can I say so, that? So some of the some of the worst bands ever. I, I'm going to go right off the bat with rap right now. I'm, I'm going to say Lil White with his song Oxycontin. With the prolific lyrics of Oxycontin, Xanax Bar, Percocet, and Laura Tab. What you got, what you need. Hit me up, I got you, man. Uh, I mean, and people... That rhymes, and it's elegant, and well thought out, and, and very intelligent. And they're a poet, and they And they that... didn't even know it. <laughs> <laughs> Blow my fucking yeah. brains out. Tell yourself. You should... Okay, now Spotify has the... You can at any time look at the U.S. Top 50. And... You cannot go through the first 15 songs and find anything halfway reasonable oh, to yeah. throw on. Taylor it Swift's is... new song, have you heard it? Nope. Oh <sighs> my god, dude. Taylor Swift used to be a country singer. Yeah, you're That's knows. all I'm saying. Used she to be a country singer. Dude, she hasn't been a country singer in a long time. She a sounds like time. a whore now. She sounds just like Britney and Christina and all those well, while fucking... We're on it, well, she recently decided to embrace Miley, Miley Cyrus. Yep, that's another one. Have you one. seen the recent pictures Katie of her Perry. pissing next to her, like, $85,000 Porsche? She's an idiot, though. Who gives she's, a fuck? And man. candid, though. Like, a candid photo. She's staring at the camera like, ah. Or, no, that's just, the opposite of candid, right? Candid music. They don't stand... Those kind of artists, they don't stand for music. They stand for entertainment. 
They just stand yeah. for entertaining in any way possible. They don't really stand for music. They, they stand for making money. Because yeah. yeah. her dad's achy, breaky heart. Yep, because any publicity is good publicity. Yeah, and when, she got, and when she shaved her head, started, like, you know, getting piercings all over the place, and, and then riding a wrecking on ball stage. naked. Like, now she's riding a wrecking ball naked in a music video. Like, can't stand she, music but she, days. But you know what? She knew, or her manager knew what the fuck they were doing. Yeah. You know, Madonna that, was a whore in the 80s, but she made fucking awesome, classy music videos that, like made sense with the song wasn't completely ridiculous and you she wasn't riding a wrecking ball well, I do not well, endorse you know, that well, statement well no you do know there's some Madonna <laughs> there are some where she's rolling around on the floor like in tight literally leather masturbating. Like, yeah no Madonna definitely found her after but she, that's classy when Miley Cyrus does it she's a whore <laughs> because I fucking said so yeah. because Madonna did Playboy that's why that's like whenever you Miley Cyrus whenever you try to use the attack like well <laughs> rap they just talk about drugs They're like well, what about classic rock songs a lot of them talk about drugs like Eric Clapton's cocaine different why because <laughs> I fucking said because so Eric Clapton is a master guitarist who created that entire song he from scratch? He created it. He created he didn't the music. Buy the beat and buy the lyrics. Yeah, somebody else wrote your songs and, then and you're singing them. You're not an stage. artist. You're you're a performer. You're can not an artist. Can we talk about mumble rap? Which is so we went from I, Snoop Dogg. Oh, you can talk no. about whatever rap you want. I'll just throw in my little hateful comments on the side. Right, so I hate it. Rap went from um, it did a couple stages. So uh, R and B is where it really all started. It moved up into uh, the the different genres of rap, and I'm gonna screw them up here because the dimple pinch. Um, but you know, you also did, because he's not a hardcore rap enthusiast. You did gangster rap, where it was Crips and Bloods, East Coast, West Coast. Then it went to just drug and whore rap, which I don't know what you want to call that, but it was literally where they just that's, talked about drugs and whores and now for it's five money. years. That's now it's just that's, money that's rap. Gangster now, rap. Now that's it's gangster rap. mumble rap. Can't I see swear to God. The money in the way. All right, so here is an example of current mumble rap. Yeah, 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 yeah. Heard it, what and I know the exactly. Fuck is happening <laughs> to me? That's that's as bad as like the, the little Wayne and the little Weezy. That I love you. I fucking hate that shit. That's that's mumble rap. Ooh, I don't look at like, you, girl. You. I just turn around, girl. I ain't gotta look, girl, cause I'm not a girl, girl. Are you girl, girl, girl? What the fuck is happening? <laughs> Who let this guy put this on a fucking like? They let it. No, oh yeah, it sounds great. Let's put that on the radio. Yeah, yeah, girl, girl. The great dumbing down of America in full effect. No. <laughs> Remember, you're not allowed to dislike rap or you're a racist. <laughs> no, I'm allowed to dislike any style of music no, that not. I don't enjoy. No, you're not allowed to. You're allowed to ha- actually, you're allowed to hate any other genre you want to, but as soon as you hate rap, that's when everyone jumps to you. What do you mean? You're not giving it poetic justice. You're Maybe not giving it Maybe rap chance. needs the most defending because it sucks the most. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Hold on. I'll stop. No. All right. I will agree with that 100%. 100%. And followed up closely by dubstep and other electronic music that you're not 
playing live. Like, I understand that there are these crazy instruments where you can make a dubstep song and the guy stands there on stage and plays this instrument and makes all these crazy beats from this little keypad that he's fucking with. Or there's a guy who steals two songs and mashes them together and he's the DJ of the fucking year. And as soon as it's featuring featuring someone who no one else gives a shit about until they're featured on this song, then it's, it's always featuring fucking little little John Dickie Doolu and you're just like Jesus Christ and yeah. I know that DJing takes a lot of skill like to be <coughs> a, like, to. like a club DJ yeah used to take a lot yeah. of skill before it was all computer animated and before shit. the Mac did all the work for you you fucking pansies <laughs> <laughs> um, but this is more like a, like it's a it's a box it's like a square pad that has all these little dots like buttons on it um, like a touchpad kind of and you have it all set to all your different sounds and you just you hit something and it makes a sound and you hit something else and it does like a yeah, bass it makes kick. a song it's basically a drum machine but right. it has all kinds of music shit in there as well and from all that stuff they come up with this crazy dubstep song that's pretty cool requires some definite skill it's like playing an instrument it might as well be playing an instrument okay I, it's I can get the that. people that make these beats from scratch that sit in their basement in front of their computer with their logic pro or their uh, garage band or whatever the fuck they're using to make these beats because i have heard garage band samples in some rap songs on the radio absolutely <laughs> uh, those people who hit a space bar and listen to something and pause it and take out something and put something else in and hit a space bar and listen to it and pause it and take out something and put something else in and hit a space bar and listen to it you're not playing an instrument yeah. you're not you don't have any skill anybody can listen to to something pause it change it make it better you're never playing anything live you I didn't know. create that what about these DJs that are just also standing there they literally hover their hand over their MacBook Pro Air and make it look like they're, they're just hovering their hand there with the other hand up in the air and they're just fucking jumping like a cokehead <laughs> and everyone like the 50,000 people in the crowd are losing their shit because and this guy is hovering his hand over his MacBook and just jumping with the crowd. Like, total what skill, the man. fuck is happening, people? I Let me tell you, when I saw Deep Purple the other night, they have a shot of, like, just the camera right on the side of the organ like they do for all the crazy keyboards. Oh, man, Jordan Rudess yeah, from Dream yeah, exactly. Theater. Holy and shit. When I saw them play that live, and he had the little fishes glued to his keyboard and stuff, mm -hmm. and he's, like, getting up on the camera, and like, and he's like, with fucking four fingers, like, what? Let me tell you, I don't know the name of the keyboardist for Deep Purple, but he is comparable to Rudis and wow. Skill. He was the keyboard so wizard. fucking good. He was awesome. So do you know what my gripe with rap is? It's not necessarily the they don't play instruments or they mumble, because I can find different music you know, uh, genres that they mumble we and I listen to. started off or talking that about just, that with uh, R.E.M. and stuff right. like that. Or, if, or even if they just use, you know, like 90s dance music I love, like all the shit in the night, the Roxbury album. You know, mm, that's just... Love that so album, it's, dude. So it's not that. Waiting I, for tonight. Oh! So you would be here in my arms waiting for tonight. Whoa! <laughs> so uh, it's it's really strictly down. It's a personal thing, actually. It's the way it makes me feel that I can't stand about it. And people be like, "You're not listening to right the right rap." I had my old coworkers make out a list. I took fifty 
different rappers and a song from each. And they gave me a list of shit they thought I should listen to that could convince me that <coughs> I liked some rap out there. Couldn't find a fucking thing, man. Yeah. Not a not a, not a one that I could for more. Some of them got thirty seconds before I turned away. But I can tell you nothing. I mean the biggest names, Tupac and Dre and DMX. Like you know the yeah, big names. Dude, the, DMX. Guys like worst. Jedi Mind Tricks and shit like that. You know. Yeah. Bro. Uh, uh, I, uh, I can't get. I can't get. Let's with it. get it on. Can't get with it, man. <laughs> I don't know why. DMX and you don't want to get it on, Dan. Like you don't want to get it on. I would be in an yeah. I would be in an awful mood when I would go to a party when I was younger and oh, the yes. house would have rap on. Mm-hmm. I loved walking to places that had something more upbeat, something alternative we could all get behind. Nineties dance music, dude. Right. That's the best party music well, like, you can get. Like I didn't expect everywhere I go for people to be having my classic rock Gordon Lightfoot shit no, playing at a party. party. No. Not at a party. But I definitely <laughs> like walking into like when people got shit like um that nineties alternative rock, like the gin blossoms and hootie. I like shit like yeah, that. Me that's, too. That's great party yep, music. Nineties rock is it's great. upbeat. Nineties rock sucks, but it's great party music. <laughs> it is. It's great party music because it's upbeat. You don't have to think about the lyrics. It's just fun music. It's awesome. Uh, That's pop rock. The movie pop Ted rock. makes fun of nineties music perfectly. Listen, any nineties song I can sing with only vowels. Hey, hi-ho, you. <laughs> it's like the fucking. That was one of the best jokes of the century. Because, like, literally any yeah. 90s song you can sing with only vowels. To, to yeah. sing, I only want to be with you. He says, he says, no, he says, A E I O U. He, he says does. all the best. He goes, A E I O U. And if you look up the lyrics, it's A E I O U. I love Ted. I thought it was a great movie. Yeah. The, the, was it the first one? The second one had Liam Neeson in it. He, come, <laughs> he comes up with a box of tricks to Ted, who's a cashier at a supermarket. And he's like, I'm made to believe that these are just for kids. And he's like, um, yeah, he's like, so if I leave with these, will I be followed? Like, <laughs> <laughs> and Ted's like, no, we don't have that in the budget. Like, <laughs> Which is great. Like, Liam Neeson's like a little shady about taking the tricks because it says they're only for kids. And that's no <laughs> Silly Liam Neeson. <laughs> <laughs> Tricks are for kids. Great movie. Anyway, so back to the music. So, and rap is something that uh, you never would ever hear my parents even uh, give a fucking moment's thought to. Mm-hmm. Never. You couldn't pay them enough money. Nope. My parents now, hate it too. Some old R&B I can get behind, like um, Shy. R&B and rap are different. So uh, S-H-A-I, I believe is how it was mm-hmm. uh, spelled. They had a song. I'm pretty sure they actually stole the song, but I would sing along to it. Like it, R and B artists R&B. steal something? No. <laughs> I don't know what well, guys like. We this stole are. a lot from R and B too, and but you got to give it up to people like Run DMC. They got together with Aerosmith. Oh yeah, that's right. And they did uh, the yep. Walk This Way. Yep. Yeah, and that was and that was huge. a fantastic song. And that was real popular. Yeah, that was pretty good. And but Rum DMC, they, they were funny rappers. They were, yeah, well, I mean, they're they like were, the Sugar they Hill They were the gang, original you know? rappers they with were, the Sugar Hill Gang. They that were, was original rap music. That's like the first rap music. And early I 90s. was kind of okay with roll. that. Cotton <laughs> candy, sweet as gold. Let me see that Tootsie Roll. <laughs> Here we so, go, here we go. <laughs> if I can if I can at least understand the lyrics, I'm I'm gonna at least listen to it, but it's all yeah, yeah, yeah. Go fuck yourself, dude. Hit eat, the crap. Do me a man. favor, eat three more oxycotton <laughs> yeah. tomorrow night, and hopefully you'll OD and die. Yep. What do guys like Billy Ocean fall under? Is that like is that like 
eighties R and B. Like Billy Ocean, you know what I'm talking just about? Eighties yeah. like, sound, you know? It kind of just because there's like that Caribbean. Pop, I don't know, it maybe? seems like there's like an R and B kind of something going on there mixed in with it. I don't know. So what's the other guy's name? I can't remember. I'll remember it later. He gets brought up in Eddie Murphy's uh, Delir- or no, yeah, Delirious. He's like, what's he say? He's a big Kentucky Fried Chicken eating motherfucker, and people still love him because the way he sings. Fuck. <laughs> Barry White. No. <laughs> Barry White's a big motherfucker. No, well, he does bring him up though. I think. But no, it's something different. But anyway, I don't want to hold it up. So never gonna give you up. Never gonna. Never gonna let you down. That's Rick Astley. Rick Astley. Yeah, the mm. short little freckle. He, dude, he's. He he's, looks nothing like he sounds. Dude, he's. he's, he's <laughs> more, he sounds like he's a white more guy. More of a ginger than Potts. <laughs> See, I thought he was a big fat black guy just from listening to his voice, and then I saw him, and he's fucking Irish, freckly, red-haired yeah, dude. Okay. dude. Oh, so I'm right. He is white. Never gonna run around and desert yeah, you. That song is classic. <laughs> Never gonna make you cry. Fucking say goodbye. Never gonna tell a lie. Josh's ability to put the word fuck into any song has that never ceased to amaze me. Paramount. It just <laughs> brings me never unceasing entertainment. <laughs> well, the, I remember a night where the two of us were hanging out and me and an ex-girlfriend uh, were playing songs for you and every single song you would immediately start singing it and slipped like 30 fucks into it before we were at 30 seconds like alright next song <laughs> so Dan give me a song let me see if I can slip fuck into it a song yeah. that Josh would know Okay, and, we'll yeah, and yeah. something that he can slip fuck into. <laughs> because oh, seriously, I've got the best one. So, I've got the best. Well, stop one. talking about it and start typing it up because <laughs> I want to hear Josh slip fuck into it. Uh, seriously, dude. Yeah, you, you do. <laughs> this is Ario Speedwagons. Keep on loving you. Nice. It's turning into karaoke all of a sudden. We have Should been drinking. I seen by the look in my eyes, baby. Fucking was it? Oh yeah, shit! I <laughs> fucked up the lyrics. Should have known by the tone of my voice, baby. Didn't fucking listen. <laughs> <laughs> fucking never bled. You said you left still in the grass Fucking coiled in his sand <laughs> oh. And I fucking... Oh, damn it. <laughs> Alright, I'm done. I fucked it up twice. Alright, no, alright. Josh, I, I've got one for you. Alright, Jesus, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, of course I'm gonna get an advertisement. Wait, let's listen to it. What does it say? What is it talking about? Four lines for $25? Holy shit! I gotta that's cancel a, my phone plan. That's a real fucking deal. It's All landline. Right. <laughs> All right. All right. All right. Not an easy Nirvana. one. I think I, I'm sorry I picked a song with a really long intro, but this was a really good song for our youth. Load up on guns, fucking bring your friends. It's fun to lose, fucking to pretend. She's overboard, fucking self-assured. I know, I know. 
fucking dirty word. Hello, hello, hello. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. <laughs> Suck my balls, put them in your mouth. Oh my god, that was the other thing you did that night. It was fucks and suck my balls. <laughs> and, and goddamn motherfucking. Yeah. No, it was it was fuck uh, fucking and suck my balls. You can. <laughs> Oh my god. This is Suck a my real... balls is just a great phrase. <laughs> a real fucking talent over here. <laughs> <laughs> what can I say? I was born with it. <laughs> I guess. Maybe it's Maybelline. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Dimple Pinch and uh, All Day IPA for the win. Maybe she can throw fucking songs. Maybe it's Maybelline. <laughs> 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 oh my god I hope you start right. in that commercial just got this awesome eyeshadow on <laughs> Dan can, my you, hair can did. you figure out one more song for Josh to throw fuck into yup I, I want it to be <laughs> yep. a hard one I, I want it to be something difficult for him don't, <laughs> don't, be good. don't give him a slow ball oh god this is a good one <laughs> well I won't back down Fucking won't back down. <laughs> fucking stand me out at the gates of hell, but I fucking won't back down. Fucking stand my ground. Fucking turned around. Fucking keep this world from dragging me down. Fucking. Stand my ground. Josh, I need to suck my balls in the next ten seconds. Oh, hey, baby. Won't you suck my balls? Hey, put them in your mouth and suck my balls. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's very good. Oh, thank you. Thank you, appreciate it. I think that's how we wrap it up. <laughs> Josh's Music. fucking suck my balls karaoke. <laughs> yeah, everybody got a, a good listen. Oh, man. So do we have more routes we want to go, or you guys, gentlemen, you guys burned um, out? Yeah. Have, let I me mean, see. Let me see. What do I got? I have more shit to talk about, but All right. it's one um, o'clock. What is the best concert that you guys have been to? Your all-time favorite show. And why? Streetlight mm. Manifesto at, um, what was that? Crocodile Rock. Was that Crocodile Rock? Yep. I sang until I was about to pass out. I almost did pass out at that you, show. Yeah. It was so fucking hot in there. No, I, I sang screaming at the top of my lungs so I know every word to every song. And just the energy in the room, jumping, dancing, screaming. Uh, I literally, uh, I had to stop. I had to walk off uh, because I was about to black out. Like, I started seeing stars and shit. Or, or Gogol Bordello after those peaches because that, that was just kind of transcendent. I imagine. You, Dan? Um, I would have to say it was the most recent one I've went to, believe it or not, and that was Tom Petty. Um, And it was big in part with, I grew up with Petty. He was one of three artists that were consistently played around the house when we took long drives as a family. He was there. 
you forget how many hits he has until he's you throw it's on insane. A, you throw on his hits album. You throw on his regular. I have albums. a Tom Petty album that I made of just mixed songs. It's like eighteen songs that I know every lyric to. It's Dude, except for the he, one that I fucked up tonight. So now here's one of my favorite, <laughs> yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Here's one of my favorite things about him and why the concert was so great. One of my favorite things about Petty is that when you see him live, which I only did this one time, so I just learned this. When you see him live, he doesn't try to change up the the note that his um whatchamacallit that his lyrics hit you know sometimes they change up how the song is sung yeah, from when they sing yeah, it live he sings he it just like the album sing, because it does and you know that's part of the experience like I don't want to hear your clever twist tonight. exactly Sorry. I want to sing along I want to sing along you can do your clever twist on the unpopular song that no one knows do your, but like <laughs> yeah, when on you're, the new album yeah when you're doing American Girl yeah you play American Girl for yep, the concert exactly as they know it and Petty did that for all his tunes and he did an acoustic version of Learning to Fly that was phenomenal. Just learning to fly and just like strums and just like lets it ring out and the crowd's fucking just going along with him. The That's whole awesome. place was unified. Tom Petty, hands down, best concert I've seen. Hell fucking yeah. fantastic, dude. Looks the same, sounds exactly the same too. Like, not just the fact that he's singing the songs the way they're supposed to, he still sounds the same. As well, he looked then. old as fuck back in the day. So he, of course, he he's going to look the same. Look, but he just he grew out all of his hair everywhere and mm-hmm. wears sunglasses and a hat. So you don't. <laughs> yeah. He's just a he's just a puff yeah, with dude. sunglasses. It is crazy top. Yeah, pretty much. Dude, it was it was awesome. Awesome. Yeah. And you, Josh, man? Uh, I would say my the first time I saw Tool, um, it was at no the, surprise the, the whatever the center's called this year in Camden. Um, and man center. I was down. Center. I was down TV under the the roof. And it was just so loud, and the bass was just so heavy, and they fogged out, like, the whole room, and they had lasers going over top, and the lasers would fan out into just, like, these sheets of light, Mm. and going through the clouds of smoke, it kind of looked like just clouds hanging over your head, like, ten feet above your head. You Like, you were just under this sky, and they were doing this real deep song about Maynard's mom, it's called, uh... Uh, Wings for ten, Marie. Yeah, Wings for Marie. They were doing that one. And uh, that was badass. I will never forget that shit. Awesome. That was it sounds like one. a hell of an experience. Yeah. Yep. I got to say, music, concerts, so, um, I don't go to a lot of them, but when I do go, it's it's a freeing experience all around. Who do you wish you could have seen? Uh, that's, a, mm. that's a great one, my friend. <laughs> I will never get to see the original Eagles lineup because Glenn Fry died. Now, they're coming and playing a few different cities with Glenn Fry's son, which to me, if you're going to replace a member who passed away or is no longer with the band... Replace him with blood. Yeah, you're right. If you're going down the bloodline, mm-hmm. I just, I feel better about him. That's a that's not Glenn Fry, but it's a Fry on stage. Yeah. You know what I mean, so they're coming. Um, you know, it's Joe Walsh, Don Henley, Glenn Fry's son. I mean, um, awesome. Timothy B. Schmidt. And... So I can still see them with a good, solid lineup, but with Glenn Fry passing, I'll never get to see the original Eagles, and of course, I will never get to see Steve Perry play with Journey. Yeah, so so deeply upsetting. Even when they were at the uh, the um, Rock Hall of Fame, and they, you know, Journey played, and Steve Perry was there, but he and he didn't. didn't go on stage with no. them. Like, what the fuck, man? You were in the same building. You watched them play. It's not it's due to Neil Sean. They didn't let him come up? Like, did he want to, I, and they didn't let him? It, yeah, but I don't know that particular instance, because I didn't read a fucking article on it or anything. I don't hang out with them, get texts from them on what happened, but... <laughs> <laughs> Why not, Dan? <laughs> but, no... Wait. Isn't Neil Sean on Twitter? 
I don't follow him. <laughs> but uh, when you if, when you watch like the behind the music of Journey and you know a little bit about their history, um, Neil Sean and Steve Perry started off real great, but their ideas and visions clashed big time. And uh, you know, to me, Neil Sean's uh, he's a he's a deckhead. He's kind of a deckhead. You yep. know what I mean? And, but Steve Perry's also oversensitive. So you, you clash these two together in this band that Steve gets to take control of because he's the one that brought them all this fucking fame when they were about mm-hmm. to be dropped by the record label. Mm-hmm. You know, and there's some animosity there. You know what I mean? Neil Sean always wanted to stay like a... He wanted solos. That's yeah. what he wanted. You know yeah. what I mean? And they went on a fucking hit parade of, of catchy pop rock songs that the country fell in love with. And, you know, it just it starts He just wanted heads. to jam. Yep. He was a player. <laughs> yep. I wish I could have seen Queen. Yeah, yeah, I dude. That. I would have oh, loved to see the me. original Queen lineup. Yeah, and man. I wanted, I would love to see them Fuck do. AIDS. Yeah, you know who's coming around next year and it's supposed to be their farewell tour. Not that, that means anything, but I'd like to see them because they're all still living. Fleetwood Mac. No Mac. shit, they're all still alive. My yeah, brother just went and saw them out did, on the lawn. Dude. Yeah, uh, just recently, right? The lawn yep. at um in Camden. Yeah, I know they were they were here recently doing a small show, I and it, it was free. Uh, it was I know, free. Yeah. yeah, yeah. To see Fleetwood Mac. Yeah. How did I miss out? They on did that? it on the lawn at, uh, in Camden. At, yeah, uh, what's that pavilion and called? That's actually me and Je- I think that's now. me and uh, me and Jess's like the band that joins us. You, know, you got that one band between you and your significant other that really is like your connection mm-hmm. band. Mm-hmm. Me and Jess, it's definitely Fleetwood Mac. Like our song is like Steve Perry, oh, Steve mine's Perry. definitely uh, Don Henley and Don Henley and <laughs> Nice. <laughs> Me and Gina love fucking an animal. Don Henley and Stevie Nicks doing Leather and Lace. Mm-hmm. It's a fantastic duet. Fantastic. So love Fleetwood. I hope to see them when they come around, man. That'd be awesome. Very nice. Stevie yeah. Nicks and um whatchamacallit, uh I love Stevie Nicks and he's Lindsay Buckingham. It's, it's hysterical. <laughs> no, I'm, all joking aside, I did get to go see uh Streetlight Manifesto with Gina, and that's definitely where our two versions of music meet. Come together, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. That's and that's the same thing about Fleetwood Mac uh, <coughs> for me and Jess. It's like where she doesn't go as deep into the classic rock shit as some of that, like I said, that you know Gordon Lightfoot shit. She, you know, Fleetwood Mac is kind of like where we meet in the middle ground between because Jess likes all. Jess is a country fan mm-hmm. all around. Jess listens to a lot of country, and so I end up listening to a lot of country. Okay. Um, and but Jess also likes her electronica shit. Jess loves dubstep shit just because it. She just loves. She loves working out to it. Yeah. She just gets I mean, a pump. It's catchy. Well, now here's the thing: fucking and working out. I will put dubstep on. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Something with a solid beat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Churning butter. Yeah. Now, oh, yep. Dragon yeah. Force used to be. What music me and do you want to like, fuck to? Me and Jess both like uh, Dragon Force. See, was, Dragon Force, you can't it, fuck it, to. Oh, I used to be able to when I was younger. <laughs> I was twenty-two. What are you a rabbit? Like yeah. you can't fuck that fast and have it power feel good fuck for three hours straight. Just that put can't two feel albums good. on back to back. I, I I don't know if it did, but I eventually came. <laughs> I, I felt okay, I guess. <laughs> it was kind of nice. It was a fucking electric jackhammer for two and a half hours. No. no. Yeah, now I need something a little bit with a little bit more melody to it so I can take a breather. <laughs> Some of the nice long musical interlude. Something that she can get on top to, you know? <laughs> Good. Josh, music to fuck to. Yeah. I'll give me something. Get grooved to fuck to. No, 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 give me some. Um, music to fuck to. What would you pick? Um, nine Inch Nails Closer. Okay. Nice. That's, that's probably the best one ever. All right. I'm gonna go ahead and say this. I'm sure someone will be like, "You talked about that on the podcast." <laughs> um, a perfect circle. 
Okay. Mm-hmm. A perfect circle to go one. I say nothing else. Just go listen to go listen to Counting Bodies Like Sheep to the rhythm <laughs> of the war drum, and then you tell me about a good dark song. <laughs> <laughs> it's on the emo album. Check it out. Music to sleep to. Oh, okay. Um. And you guys won't believe me when I tell you what mine is. I'll go last. I don't sleep to fucking music. No, um, you don't. You sleep to a fan. Yeah, I just have a fan on all night. See, but if you're getting it. in the mood to go to sleep, Josh. Oh, uh, I don't fucking know, dude. Um, For me, it's any of the low-key Eagle songs. Yeah, like, Eagles are good. Like um, Tequila. Fleetwood Mac's fine. Fleetwood Mac, yep. Yeah. Like Tequila Sunrise by the Eagles. That's a great song to like lay your head down to. Yeah, they got a lot like um, New Kid in Town. That's just a chill, laid-back song. They're definitely one that calms my mind. So if I had to go to sleep and listen to a few tracks, I would do the Eagles. They're lower key shit. Not like, you know, take it easy and like, you know, oh, that's a great one. That even though it gets really, ah, I can't believe I didn't bring this up. Take It to the Limit by the Eagles. Yeah, with the high notes. Great song. Yeah. With the high notes, dude. Fantastic. Love that. And that's Randy Meisner. It's not Don Henley. It's not Glenn Fry. Randy Meisner sang does that one. the really high shit? Yeah. He's also, he sings the song. Okay. He's the, yeah, and does the high shit. Um, you guys see the three-hour history of the Eagles? Three hours history of the Eagles on Netflix, dude. It's it's not. There's no boring parts to the whole. I three heard hour it was a good doc. Oh, it's great. It's phenomenal. The first two hours is the first part, and it's two hours, and it goes through their history from start up into when uh, they break up after the long run. Then the second, the one-hour part is about the hell freezes over them getting back together, all that shit. Awesome fucking documentary yeah it's just and they're real have to check that out it starts off with glenn fry because they interview them all separately glenn fry starts off going a lot of times it was fucking awesome to be in the eagles like (laughs) no shit (laughs) and they're just like real so cool just standing up on stage with other you know fantastic musicians like singing the opening to seven bridges road right dude can you imagine that like you're a badass fuck just yes like Five to seven dudes on stage, all har- sinking their guitars, toned correctly, all playing what their part is supposed to be without a fucking flaw in it. And at the same time, while they're all working that together, they've still got percussion going. And then they all open up their mouths and just sing together fucking flawlessly. Yep. Best chemistry I've ever seen in, in that many male vocalists is the Eagles. I mean, that's mm. just... They put it together. I, uh... I CSMY to... does as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they do. Um... For about three years, every night, I would put on Floggin' Molly's Drunken Lullabies to fall asleep. <laughs> the album is called Drunken Lullabies, but... That sounds like something you'd fall asleep That's, that's my like favorite album to listen to that, on St. Patrick's Day while and I'm <laughs> drinking my skull um, off. I also, uh, <laughs> after that, uh, in my older years, so the, you know that's 17 to 23, I was falling asleep to that. Then uh, Dispatch. Dispatch. I can't great. believe we didn't bring up yeah, Dispatch at all. They're an amazing. Dispatch. If you've never listened to Dispatch, do yourself a favor. I can't even. They're like reggae, funk, soul, alternative, yeah. jam band For, rock. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you gotta go Vo- check yeah. out Vocals Dispatch. And, and what's the what's the album? Uh, the first the, the bang 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 yeah. bang. Yeah, listen yeah. to it. Love it. 
get yourself a nice relaxing mood, throw it on. Go, you know what you do with this album? You go sit on your front porch with a glass of lemonade and a straw chair on a beautiful day on a quiet street. That that, uh, that actually might be some fucking music for me too. Yeah, I, that's th- a... I had a solid year where I was fucking to bang bang. Yeah, the, not that whole all the album. songs. I don't know oh, about man. all the songs. Yeah, oh, some man. of them are just whole album. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Dude, the album's called Bang Bang. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't think about it that way. <laughs> so, um, so I really hate Nickelback because they suck. Oh, yeah, the, that was uh, what I was going to ask. The the bands that you hate the absolute most, the worst, yeah. your least favorite band. Well, that's what I was getting at with Lil White, but we kind of veered off on a track there. Oh, yeah. Lil White. I said Lil White, the song Oxycontin. Oh, yeah, yeah. That the worst cool. of the worst. Yeah, no, so that's your really least favorite words. song. Yep. It's seriously, seriously catchy, and I fucking hate every single word. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't uh, I don't blame you. Awful. It's about doing drugs. It's about doing hard drugs. Yeah. See, the band I hate, it's not about, their content is terrible. It's like 14-year-old still going through a bad time with puberty and just talking about how much he wants to have sex, like Nickelback. Yeah. Like, they're just like these corny white dudes who have all these rock songs about, like, doing it and, like, how, like, sexy they are and, like, how cool they are. And it's really, it's really I want to be a rock star. It's so toolish. And they're they're awful. He sounds like, you know, Chad Kroger is a fucking horrendous singer. Yeah. His voice is terrible. <laughs> the band guy. is so generic. And you know what sucks? Is that you sit here and you cut them up and you know what people want to say? Well, did you go five times platinum? Because they have. They've had albums go four or five times yeah, platinum. Yeah, because there's a lot of retarded people in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's why all these rap artists uh, <coughs> yeah I, because I, there's a lot of retarded no people. one here could see the huge air quotes around artists yeah. <laughs> they're massive these, oh man these performers there you go we'll call them performers call them pieces of, of shit yeah i like to call them performers they, they do perform they entertain me so i guess i just can't call them entertainers I think my least favorite has got to be whatever fucking bimbo is popular at the time. Like, I fucking... Right. I hated Britney Spears when I she was doing Christina her shit. I hated Christina Aguilera. I hated Christina Aguilera. I hate Katy Perry. I hate um, Miley Cyrus. It's very misogynistic of you. I'm sorry. I just... <laughs> uh, that whole genre... I hated boy bands. That whole genre of, of singers need Ooh. to kill themselves. Yeah, I yeah. will say, so handsome... Sucked fat wads yeah, in high school. But Umbop was fantastic. But <laughs> yeah, Hanson was not. But horrible. here's the thing: Hanson grew up, and so did their music. Some of the new Hanson is downright good. Really, Hanson was never pa- like three part harmonies terrible. from brothers who know each they, other. They were god awful. They, they were really tight with their harmonies and shit. And they, they were talented, bad musicians. but it was right. the same thing as the Jackson 5 yeah. of our time. They sang I fucking music. hated it, but their new stuff is just like Dispatch. Hmm. It's got good guitar riffs, it's got a mellow drum beat, and it's got three guys who fucking know each other so well that the harmonies pop. I, I enjoy the new stuff, but I fucking hated them when I was a kid. Hmm. Yeah. I was, uh, when I was getting into music, probably my, like, third year into really listening to music, so I guess I was, like, sixth grade. Started in, like, third, fourth is when I started getting CDs and shit like that. Um, so it was, like, people went two different ways. You're either someone who likes Eminem, 
or you sucked. <laughs> and uh, Eminem came out, Marshall Mathers, and people went nuts for him. And the I was Marshall like, Marshall Mathers EP, I really did like. I and really liked that one. There was some I, funny I, shit. Oh, everyone there. does. Did that really inspire the Yes, it did. <laughs> so I missed the boat on that one. They could just know. I was like, I don't get it. <laughs> so. I, I, yeah, it's probably one Fuck of the Fuck you, bitch. I'll kill you, bitch. But I will say oh, that. No, that's <laughs> on his Marshall Mathers LP. Ready that's to hear him. Me? Ready to hear yeah, me say Mar- something Marshall nice Mathers about rap? LP, oh, we were talking about, I thought we were talking about Slim Shady LP. That one I liked too, but the Marshall Mathers EP yeah, I LP. Meant, I, I meant really the Slim liked. Shady, not Marshall Mathers earlier. Slim yeah. Shady was the funny one with uh, My yeah. Name Is. And yeah, and that goofy fucking As one. the World Turns. That was a great song. But I will give this to Eminem. He's the best rap lyricist we have out there right now. Yes, he is. He's okay. the the way he ties his shit together. He's the best rap. Yeah, lyricist he out raps there, so. at an eighth grade level. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Which is miles above the rest, dude. Yeah, the rest of them are currently rapping like they're in diapers. And so. with the amount of promethazine syrup in them, they probably should be wearing diapers. You're bound to shit your pants. <laughs> <laughs> It's just astounding to me, like, at my work, um, whenever I have to get into someone's, a customer's car to move it or to bring it inside or whatever, I get into it, I turn on the car, and the radio station is either 1021 or 96.5 or 98.9. And they're the same station. They it's all, the same fucking station. And every song that's on in any of these cars makes me want to kill myself. So I make sure to put on either WMGK or WMMR so that they get blasted with a little have, bit of rock. I have passively, aggressively music battled with people at stoplights too, Josh. Right? <laughs> people rolled up with some shit and I'm like, not happening. Nope. And, and I won't even play like a good classic rock song. I'll throw on the light. Star Wars theme. <laughs> dude, when we used oh, to drive around the, the Star park, Wars Jihad. Star Wars Jihad. We, uh, me, I don't know if you were there for any of them, but during the oh. We're Bored project. Yeah, he yeah, was I, there. I was the main part of the We're Fucking I know, project. but I'm saying. That's when, where me and you like really like, met and started met, hanging out. But the one night I remember going out with Josh and we went out to this park where we knew people went out to fuck. Yeah, in, Cooper like, the River. Park. So yeah, and we, we would get in the car and bla- we would park next to people and we would blast the Star Wars theme and then like peel out circle the around them. I'll never forget that, dude. I'll dude, ne- I know exactly said, what you're gonna say. Josh went Star Wars. No, I was thinking about the time that we went there and did that, and two dudes lifted their heads up (laughs) and started looking at us. I was like, "All right, let's get out of here." (laughs) One of them got out of the car, but we had to. We had to exit. Let's go. We're about to get our asses beat. We went to a a park where um, a very popular park for people uh, parking their cars and doing the naughty things. It was around Cooper River, so we would go to these dirt parking lots and just pull up next to someone who was trying to enjoy their time in the parking lot, and we would just (laughs) windows down, full crank. Volume up before the song started. Yeah. Um, Star, Star Wars? All right, so when I was 17 years old, my parents got me a 91 Buick Century, and I had disposable income because I was working. I put over $1,000 worth of sound equipment in that car, and I didn't do it the wrong way. I did it the right way. Everything was amplified. Everything was clean. People could hear my music clear, like as if a concert were playing from blocks away. And people would show up to the, you know, like pull up to a, a stoplight near the Deptford Mall, and you'd just hear. Any bass. I would roll down every window and just crank Metallica, ride the lightning. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. yeah. See now, I actually. Wanna, wanna. 
What I was saying earlier before we uh, veered off into something else was because Josh was talking about doing that, and I was saying I don't play anything even redeeming about the kind of music I listen to. I pick. That's when I play Wake Me Up Before You Go by Wham. Like, <laughs> yeah. Just to be that yeah. guy. And wake me up. Just like, just wave <laughs> snap yeah. on your fingers. Giant smile on your face, your mouth hanging open. <gasps> Long Han Solo from Star Wars haircut and a flannel. And I'm just like, wake me up. You're like, what is wrong with this fucking guy? Some gay guy from Seattle. Who invited on, this like, guy? Put on like <laughs> eyes without a face. Oh, <laughs> really loud. <laughs> that Franzi is looking a little bit light. That all day IPA is looking a little bit light. I'm I'm hurting on pinch over here. I can tell. Yeah, yeah. feeling pretty good. I, I it's might, about time to drive home. <laughs> Who invited this guy? Does not condone drinking and driving. We just do it every week. It's bad. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I think it's about time we wrap this shit up. We're up over two hours now. So this is the longest one so far, guys. Right. Absolutely. If Most you're with us this long, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> you listen to a bunch of rambling and us playing music from our phones into the microphone like God, a true radio like show. Goddamn savages. <laughs> the amount of now I can't even count on plays because Christ knows when they'll turn it off. But if you do stick through this episode, you're one of our true fans. Yeah. Thanks, and we, uh, we appreciate. It. And we're sorry. Um, <laughs> sorry, this is where your life is led you. <laughs> You we can, took this one too far. <laughs> you can find us uh, on Twitter. You know, I want you guys to reach out to us in any of the forms of social media that are fucking out there. I'm sure you're connected to every single fucking one of them. At uh, WITG Podcast is our Twitter. Uh, Josh, where else could they find us? If you search Facebook for who invited this guy, you'll probably find some of our shit. Probably. <laughs> and if you want to see some of the funny stuff that we're doing here in the garage or some of the, you know, connect some pictures to some of the crazy stories we've told come check us out on instagram at witg pod and uh other than that just keep on listening we appreciate make sure you subscribe as always we uh we appreciate uh, the listeners appreciate the fans yeah. love them right hit us up on instagram on twitter on facebook give us some crazy stories that you've got we are dying to hear some of your crazy shit we'll give you a shout out give us an alias we'll uh you know hey you know this story was by blah 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 we we want to get some people involved in this man and i want comments us- and reviews and shit like that too let yeah. us know and i don't you know if they're great we're all about it if they're bad we'll pretend like we give a shit about your opinion you know what i mean like it's going to be awesome so let leave, us know. leave comments and reviews please we may just make fun of you <laughs> yeah <laughs> That could happen. Be prepared. So, uh, for who invited this guy, I'm Danny T. I'm Eric. I'm Josh. And we're here to say, go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself.